Ultimate Cat Mom and United Wrestling Network on-air correspondent, please welcome Emily May. Hi everyone, excited to be back, another episode. Another episode, and she is the number one gangster, pro wrestler, and champion cat lady. Please welcome Sarah the Rebel. What it do, what it do. <laughs> Somebody please make that shirt of that, <laughs> every time she says it. And I know you guys are not here to see us, we have Star of the Week and all that good stuff, but it's always about our guests. She is the one and only number one-eyed, thick-thighed wrestler. She is the weapon of ass destruction. Please welcome the Woad. Hi, everybody. Hey. hey. So this is this is just this is not. I'm gonna preface this. It's not you. It's just wrestlers in general. You guys like to change your names a lot, and it's hard for you know a, a mere mortal like myself to keep up with so many names. Like for instance, Emily's husband has. 10 billion names. I just know them as one and I'm just going to go with the one. And I try not to disrespect, it's, it's like 10 million. I try not to disrespect, you know, you know, I understand the change, but just for, you know, again, the normal individual, it's hard to like keep up with all the names. So when you make the name change, is it like, is there a lot of, a like, lot of like thought involved? Like, okay, these people have to remember that it's the new name or you're like, no, nah, I'm just going to change it. Y'all have to just deal with it. Well, definitely, because like, well, I've been wrestling for 10 years. So like a lot of people, they still remember me as Dementia DeRose. I have some people that even still remember me as Aisha Sunshine. But I see it as a way of evolving. Like, mm -hmm. um, and this is like no shade on, on my work or anything like that. But I, in the past, I always felt that those names didn't fit. Like it, even though I came up with them, even though I created them, I lived up to the gimmick and everything. It just didn't feel right. I've always felt like there was something missing. And right before, you know, the pandemic happened, like I told myself, all right, you know, I'm going to change my name. This is who I am. Uh, you know, double D. I mean, it's cute. And I made it work for what it was, um, mm -hmm. but it just didn't feel right. Um, and I felt like it was Almost, or it could have been taken sexually because I'm already the weapon of ass destruction and right. the double D. So I told myself, you know what? Why don't we just use W O A D? So that way people will know I am the woe. And when they ask me, hey, what does the W A A D stand for? And, you know, when I tell them, they always get a, a kick out of it. So, you know, just keep it simple. The woe, but like even now, people still have problems pronouncing it because they say, oh, it's the wad. I'm like, no. It's the woad. It's like rose with a W. Just woad. <laughs> so now, do you get upset like if somebody refers to you as your old name? Well, sometimes, like if it's like an article, if uh -huh. it's something that like, like someone puts on social media, I kind of get upset because I feel that they should do their fact check. You know what I mean? If mm, you're gonna exactly. publish it, at least have all the names right because it. You know, this is a business and people do change their name. They change their gimmick. Mm -hmm. They change everything about them. You know, you got to keep the fans interested. I tell myself, you always got to keep evolving. But if if someone approaches me and they say, hey, oh, hey, Dementia, or hey, Aisha Sunshine, and so forth, you know, I, I wouldn't get upset about that. Sorry, I was going to say, as someone who's, who's changed your name, I think for me, the most annoying one is when it's announcers or like commentary people saying my name wrong. That's the one that really gets me mad because I'm like, you, you have one job. 
And that is to find out what my name is. Exactly. Yes. And do it and get it right and get it right. Exactly. <laughs> I even wrote my own theme music. And it's called Watch Out for the Woe. And it's like, I know I, that. I wrote the lyrics for it. I'm like, okay, clearly y'all motherfuckers need to. I'm sorry. And clearly y'all have to. <laughs> Are you good? <laughs> Tell them how you feel. <laughs> Don't know how to say it. Just listen to the first five lyrics of the song. It literally says, Watch Out for the Woe. Like, so. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, what was that like pivotal moment that you had internally that? was like the catalyst for you to kind of change your name and change kind of your branding and kind of who you were in the wrestling industry. Once I got my vision corrected, a lot of people don't know I had really bad vision throughout my career. Um, I had a severe cataract in my, in my right eye. Um, I was literally wrestling blind for up to almost nine years until back in mm. 2018, um, I got my, my, uh, I got my cataract, the cataract removed, so I got my vision corrected. But also, a lot of people didn't know that I've always been blind in my left eye. So that mm -hmm. was still causing me discomfort. And I recently got my left eye removed, and I got replaced with a glass eye. And, you know, I told myself, you know, this is something that's different because, you know, there, there's no female wrestling, you know, with one eye. It's not. Mm -hmm. So this is life change. This is the first time any female's doing this, so I have to set the standard. So I was, um, I'll never forget, I was training, I was recovering and training, and I put this eye patch on, on just, you know, just to work out with it, because that's what I do. And I looked at myself in the mirror, and I'm like, you know what? This could work. I, I like this. It, it makes me stand out. It's a great conversation starter. So, mm -hmm. and I tell myself, but I can't go by a double D anymore. I can't, because that was then, this is now. I have to let the world see who I am. So I have to really put it out there in my face. Like, this is me. So I decided to come up with the one-eyed, thick-thighed weapon of ass destruction. I love I like it. it. I love it. So so tell us, because you've been in the game for a long time, so tell us, like, what quarantine has done um, as far as changed the game for you. And then, you know, obviously you, you had the name change, but, like, what what have you been doing in this pandemic era that we're in? Well, I definitely, definitely have not been stealing puppies. Some people think that I steal puppies and, you know, I feel the better word for that is acquiring puppies. I, I feel that's a better term. You know, it just, it makes it sound better and it doesn't make me sound like a thief. So that's, I have not definitely been stealing puppies. But honestly, jokes aside, I, I, I've just been really training, getting myself better. Uh, you know, wrestling with one eye, it, it, it definitely has its challenges. Like my whole left side is gone, you know, like, and that's my kryptonite. I accepted that, but I can't let it overpower me. I have to find a way to work with it. And I have. Mm -hmm. And now that I've got my vision corrected and fixed, like the wrestling world better watch out because like I tell my opponents, when you see this, don't take pity on me. Now that I got my vision corrected, now that I got my vision fixed, I got my eye dead set on you, pun intended. And once that happens, you better be scared. Can we go back to the, the puppies thing? Like, <laughs> yeah, what, what's, what's that about? I mean, we, I mean, we might've, we, I, I might've missed it. Listen, so, Cruella DeVille, how many puppies <laughs> do you have? <laughs> <laughs> You know we have another show called Pro Wrestling Pets. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes, I love that. I love that. 
Well, I've been accused. Uh, uh, I've been accused of stealing dogs, which I feel that is the most disgusting thing to say because I love dogs, especially Frenchies. I call them fatties, um, and I just firmly believe that every single Frenchie should be mine. And I have that mindset. And you know, if I see a Frenchie, I'm gonna acquire it. How far do you go to acquire these dogs? See, if I tell you those skills, then you know you'll know all my secrets. <laughs> That's uh, true. Okay. That's okay. You don't have to tell us all your secrets. It's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Hide your kids, hide your Frenchie. So um, there are quite a few wrestlers um, with various disabilities who are able to, to make a, a great career for themselves. Um, did you ever speak with anyone else about like the difference of wrestling with one eye or like, is there anyone who's helped you with figuring out how to go from here or has it all been like coming from you and your own discoveries? Um, well, honestly, I previously trained at, um, at WWA four and, uh, my trainer there, the trainer there, AR Fox, he, he convinced me to tell everybody about my vision. Cause at first I wasn't going to speak on it. I was just gonna get my vision corrected and leave it at that. But, you know, he he convinced me, you know, he told me, he said like, I've already proven myself because I'm not gonna lie, revealing this to the world, I was a bit unsure about it because I didn't understand if anybody could relate to me, if anybody would see this as a weakness, if anybody would see this more as a handicap. But, you know, he showed me and I and I've realized that I have nothing to prove to anybody because I've already proven it without them even knowing it. And I did this with my with my uh, before I even got my vision corrected. So, you know, I just. His words were basically that I had nothing to prove to anybody. And this is my story and that this story needs to be heard loud and clear. And I have to be the one to tell. Them. And I told myself, you know, what better way than to show the world, you know, what better way than to wear this eye patch and because that's the first thing that people are going to see when they look at me. And that's why I'm really adamant on how I look on posters. Like some promotions, they use old pictures of me and I always tell them, no, use this picture of me. This, I want them to see this eye patch. I want them to say, why is this girl wearing an eye patch? I want them to question that. Even if they don't come to the show, I want them to remember. I want them to have a bit of their head. Yeah, that, I saw one girl, she was wearing an eye patch. What's all that about? That's what I want them to remember. So what better way to show it to the world than to do it myself? And, you know, and I always tell people, I'm never ashamed about people asking me about it at all. Like, it's new. It's different. And mm -hmm. we as people, what do we usually do when, we, when we're confronted with something new? You know, we're unsure about it because it's something that we've never seen before. So, of course, you're going to get backlash about it. Of course, you're going to get people that's going to down you for it and try to make you feel insecure about it. But, you know, I know there's nobody out there like me, at least a female out there. There's no female out there like me. So I have to set the standard by being the first, by showing them that it doesn't matter if you're vision impaired, you know, th if this is your dream, then do it. You have a picture with Jazz and you were kind of talking about like, you know, how you looked up to her in one of your Instagram posts. Was there any advice that you got from her? Because she's had just such a, um, I did the news the last, uh, the other week and it was, we pretty much noted that she's the longest, um, like, in history to be, she had the wrestling career so long. She's the most longest active wrestler. And um, is there any advice that you received from her when you met her? 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Um, well, she didn't get a chance to watch all of my, my match I had against a genocide up at Mission Pro, which I mm-hmm. loved. God, I love that promotion. And I understood because she was so busy and she was like helping uh, other girls and so forth. But from what she told me, from what she saw, she said like straight up, like it was hard hitting. It looked believable. You know, you're, you're clearly, you know, you're clearly doing it right. You are. And I plan on hopefully this year to actually train with her in Texas and her with her and Thunder Rosa at the dog pound. Like I would love to get in the ring with her. I've watched this woman. Like she was one of the first women I saw that looked like me and Mm -hmm. to be in the same ring as her, to talk to her, to listen to her. And people may say, Oh, you're marking out. I don't care. Let me mark out. Like this is jazz. (laughs) This is jazz. Mm -hmm. This woman was tall in my eyes when I saw her like this woman was the bitch she was and she was she was freaking amazing so anything that she says I'm just like there like a kid just watching soaking it up absorbing like tell me what I need to do what what else do I need to do how can I improve the weapon of ass destruction how can I prove how can I show the world even more what it's like to be the one I thick thigh woe and hopefully this year I'll, I'll be able to train with her and work with her some more yeah, what you just did, and I, I know you're just talking about jazz, but the same feeling you I have when you just spoke is the same feeling that I got when jazz first came on our show, and she cut like a promotion. Like I get, I have goosebumps. Like I just like want that to happen, and I want to like witness that because she's amazing and you're amazing. So I just want to let you know, like I'm, you know, I'm. I'm yeah, I'm it was a good promo. Feelings. Yeah. So <laughs> Uh, tell us about uh, Mission Pro Wrestling, and uh, I know that this is it, like a legendary undertaking that Thunder Rosa has mm-hmm. um, has started, and you know, an all female production wrestling school in Texas. So, tell us how you feel about that, and just there's some really exciting things happening in 2021. Hopefully, I'll be back uh, soon at Mission Pro. Um, whenever they're ready to have me, I'm 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 definitely down for that. It was an an amazing experience. It was everything you wanted from a female promotion. Um, there was no drama. Everybody supported each other. Um, just listening and watching these women strive to be the best. Try they want to have the match of the night. Like it was a way we were competing. We were competing against each other, but not in a negative way because we want to be the best. And I say that every time. I want to have the match of the night. I want people to talk about my match years to come. I want them to say, that big booty girl with the one eye, she's 
knock them, 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 her opponent out. Like, that's what I want them to remember. And Mission Pro was a great place for me to show that, to showcase that. I've had so many fans uh, message me and say, when are you coming back? Like, we've never seen you before. We'd love to see you again. And the diversity there, um, it's literally mm -hmm. unlike anything you've ever seen before. And I, I, I don't know how many locker rooms you guys have been in the back, but, you know, it's just a predominantly... Well, the usual locker rooms are just the predominantly standard locker rooms of females. You know, they have their 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 top girls, um, and you rarely see. I mean, back then you rarely see any African American female talent back there. But now, mm -hmm. Mission Pro, they are working on they are working on their diversity. They are working mm -hmm. on different kinds of gimmicks. It's not all. It's not about being cute. It's not about being sexy. It's about being who you are and what you can bring to this promotion. And I honestly cannot wait to be back. So uh, you have another match coming up uh, this Saturday, February 13th, and it's you against Savannah Evans. So what, first talk about the promotion itself, because uh, for us, oh, oh, also, happy Black History Month, y'all. Um, but talk, talk about the promotion itself, and then, uh, you know, what's, what the plans are. I know you can't give it away, but, you know, what's, what you plan on doing to Savannah Evans. Say it loud. <laughs> yes, say it loud. Uh, this is the first... All People of Color event of 2021, and I, I, I'm so grateful to be a part of it. I feel like I'm making history, especially as being, you know, the only half-blind female wrestler there. Um, and it's, it's just going to be great. Uh, the fact that um, I'm also, they wanted me to basic, basically speak on the history of Black female talent in this business, and I'm so honored. Um, I've even started a campaign uh, just to showcase who we are as Black women in this business. Um, I feel like now is our time to show that we are more, more than just a cameo in this wrestling industry and secure our spot in the wrestling business. Um, and they want me to speak on that. They want to have the, you know, the female talent to talk around, speak on our experiences, what it's like to be a black female wrestler in this business. Um, and just basically tell our story. And that's what I want. Um, I started the, it's um, use the hashtag. We are not all the same because for years, um, honestly, throughout my year, throughout my entire career in wrestling, um, I've experienced racism, um, especially in the South. But honestly, everywhere, you know, I've had people tell me, I've had bookers that tell me, oh, well, we already have a black girl or you're not marketable mm -hmm. or we want you to put our girl over, even though you're better, but we want you to put her over so she can look good. Um, and it's just the blatant disrespect. Um, I feel that that uh, black female wrestlers have endured, and not just black female wrestlers, not just wrestlers, I feel referees, you know, Aja Smith, she became the first black female referee mm -hmm. in the WWE, you, you know, you we are more than, we are more than just our color, you know, we don't, we're mm -hmm. not all the same, we are freaking weapons, we are bookers, we are promoters, you know, we are demons, we are sexy, and I want that to show, I want that to be shown um, as much as possible and that we are not, a, we are not all the same. And I've been messaging uh, black female talent everywhere. I've been hitting them up um, and I told them about this and I cannot wait to see the outcome of it. And the fact that I get to speak about it at the Say It Loud show and speak with Jazz herself 
Mm-hmm. And to even talk about everything that she has gone through, like, I, I am so ready for this to be heard. And, you know, I want as many, many Black female talent in this as possible. Yeah, it's, um, I definitely, yeah, I definitely agree. It's just one of those things where, um, with this show in particular, because we've had, you know, a di- diverse different type of hosts that were on the show, we were able to ask those questions that a lot of people don't ask, you know, in this, in this industry, you know, with wrestling fans and wrestling hosts, a lot of them are just white males, so they don't ask those questions. So, you know, I do definitely appreciate that, that you're going to be talking about that this weekend, but it's not something just for Black History Month. It's just something that everybody needs to know that that's what's going on so that you can educate yourself to just it not happen, essentially. So, you know, the more conversations that we have... The next generations... Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So for say it for so for say it loud, can you name some of the other folks? I know my girl Maserati's gonna be on it. Um uh, I saw Renee Michelle, Jazz, you, Holla Dead, Nina. Who are uh, who are some other folks that are gonna be on the show? Uh Janai Kai, she's gonna be on there, Maserati. Mm-hmm. Um and then you have uh of course Tuco Scorpio. Like it's just so much talent that I get to be around and I get to speak with them and, and talk about their experiences. Like this whole show, it's not even just a show. It's, it's an event. It's, um, mm-hmm. and you know, it's going to be amazing. And I, I'm, I'm just grateful to be a part of it. And I can't wait to tear the house down with Savannah Evans. Cause she and I, we, we, we stepped up the toe in the ring before, but that was before all of this so i hope my ass mm-hmm. is ready because i'm bringing the ass i'm bringing the buns still i'm bringing the guns and the buns i'm bringing the woe so she better bring her cannibal she better bring it can't wait and that's on february 13th and it's a two-day event from what i understand yes 12th and 13th oh my gosh this, this is gonna be it's gonna be amazing i got i'm i'm kind of glad now i'm kind of i am glad i'm not gonna be in the ring with you ever um, so, you know. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm just in this 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 host this host position. Um, so 2021. I mean, we're hoping that you know the pandemic is. I don't know. We're hoping that good things are going to happen. Um, what's the game plan? You know, as as long as the world doesn't collapse on itself, what's the game plan for your career this year? Honestly, just taking it one step at a time. Uh, taking it one day. At a time, honestly, uh, I want to wrestle, you know, as much as possible. Hopefully, this whole pandemic will clear up. But I really want to. I want the world to be a worldwide name. I want people all over this globe to know what I'm about. Like I've yet to go international. Last year, I was supposed to go to Mexico. Of course, that didn't happen. But I told myself, you know, it wasn't meant to be. You know, whatever happens, you know. Clearly, me going down to Mexico just wasn't in the plan. So now all I can do is just make myself better, push myself even harder and stronger, and, you know, just get the world out there. I, I want people to know what I'm about. Like, a lot of people still don't believe I'm, I'm actually half blind. You know, I say, oh, it's part of the gimmick. Like, no, it's not a gimmick. The only thing that's fake about me is my glass eye. So, um yeah, I just just really want to push myself out there. Um, and, you know, people have asked me, am I getting signed? Am I going to appear on AEW Dark? I'm like, yo, they know where to contact me. Whoever whoever wants to whoever wants to make history by having the first half black female wrestler on their roster, they know where to find me. 
people still think Stevie Wonder is not blind, and I work with him, and people in his own studio think he's not blind. So, I mean, <laughs> still, oh. still after all these years. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, okay, well, not, not, not to go off on a tangent, Look, but Stevie oh, Wonder she does me. some stuff. <laughs> uh, Stevie, Stevie Wonder does some stuff that, like, like, like you're you're blind in one eye, but you could see with the other one. So you know it's understandable. But Stevie Wonder does some stuff that's like, how would you? How did you? Oh, can I tell you a fun fact? I just learned there's something um, there's something that some blind people have. I'm so sorry, I can't remember the name of it. Where they will they can't see, but their mind will automatically move their body around objects. Fun fact: This is like a you could look it up where they will if you could they did tests where they placed like objects all around the blind person and had them walk and the person was avoiding the objects but they didn't see the objects they weren't aware the objects were there or anything like that so there's a lot we don't know about how the human brain and body and all that stuff works so but your fun Sarah fact for the day <laughs> I have to like I have yeah, to look up I, what that I, is. I yeah, I can. Yes. My father was blind since the age of three. He was completely blind since the age of three. Um, he had seventeen children, took care of every single one of them. He Whoa. he was a massage therapist, so he couldn't get a regular job. You know, he had to make his own money. He taught my mom how to drive, so I can fully believe wow. that. That was literally Amazing. my next question because it says she grew up with sixteen siblings. How? Yeah. <laughs> I have to know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. Like kids. Uh, yeah, it was it was crazy. We only had one bathroom, so yeah, we had yeah. <laughs> um, it honestly it made me humble. It it really it's like no matter how big I think I am, you know, I've, I'll always remember where where I came from, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, and also you know just protect myself, you know, as much as possible. Protect my head, um, because anything could happen any given second, and. <laughs> You know, people have asked me that. Well, what if this goes wrong? What if this goes wrong? I'm like, well, <laughs> I just got to make sure it doesn't happen. <laughs> now, you also posted a picture. I, I believe it was on Instagram where you had a picture of your current self and uh, your other self a couple years ago where you were weight wise. You were smaller, but you looked like healthier and like, I don't know the right words. Like you were you were you were where you need to be in all the right places in the current picture. And so you were talking about that. So I know I think another thing um, that you could be an uh, advocate for is, you know, body posit positivity. Because the the weight, the number on the scale and your BMI and all this other stuff doesn't necessarily, it doesn't matter if you can move because you could be 110 pounds and be full of fat. So, you know, tell us a little bit about that. Yes. Like I thought, I thought like, I honestly thought, you know, if, if the scales were, if the numbers were lower on the scale, then, you know, I must be smaller. But, but you know, I weigh over 200 pounds and people can't believe that. And I'm not ashamed of my weight. And I always tell the, the, the commentators to announce it. Like, no, announce my weight. I want them to know I'm 215 pounds. Because looking back how, uh, on how I was back then and looking at myself now, like, the difference is unbelievable. And it's all, and it's not the fact, like, I'm not even trying to lose weight. I'm just trying to eat healthier and be healthier and work on cardio and strengthen my body and my muscles. So it's not, once you get out of, get out of the mindset, oh, I have to be small. I have to lose these amount of pounds because I honestly feel that's one of the hardest things that women in general deal with. We, we feel that we have to look a certain way, especially in this business in, or in, yeah. in, in the entertainment business in general. You know, mm -hmm. we feel like we have to look a certain way. We have to weigh a certain way, but it's not just treat your body, you know, be healthy and your body mm -hmm. will reward you for it. And 
you know, those numbers don't matter. It doesn't matter at all. I know that's such a difficult, especially for young people who have social media all around them and they have these mm -hmm. idolized figures that are like perfectly airbrushed and, you know, look perfect. That's really hard to see that constantly every day. And so I think you're such an inspiration to, to really like embrace body positivity and self-love and like what what are what's some advice that you would give even like someone getting into the business you've been around for 10 years you know getting into the business to kind of combat those kind of negative connotations that might come to come with body image always love yourself doesn't matter mm -hmm. what anyone else says. Doesn't matter what Booker says, promoter says, love yourself. Like even just, you know, looking in the mirror and seeing your gut, like, oh God, I hate my stomach. Like if we keep saying that, we will hate, like it's a mental thing. Like we will hate our stomach. We'll hate, it'll look ugly on us because we've been telling ourselves years, oh, I hate this. I hate how this looks. Like, no, love it. Tell the, Tell your body you love it. Because once you do that, it, it needs that positive energy and it'll love you back because it's you. It's all mm -hmm. you accept yourself, you know, for who you are, for every flaw that you have, you know. And honestly, it took me a minute to get there. It really did. Because, you know, just wrestling in the South, you know, I was the big black girl. You know, I was the monster. I've always had to be the monster, the heavyweight. And like, I've, I, I, told myself I'm like well maybe if I lost weight maybe you know they'll see me this way or and like I was so insecure about my ass like I that was like the biggest insecurity because I felt that it was so big of course everyone was staring at it and and it showed in my ring work and people were pointing out they were like oh she got a big butt and then one day you know one of my wrestling friends just told me they was like yo accept this accept that you got a big ass and accept the fact that you can knock people out with this big ass except the fact that you can give a concussion with this big ass that you can win matches with this big ass so like i did and once i did that and once i started you know really just loving myself for who i am not trying to change like not even trying to change how i look just wanting to be healthy you know my body loved me back and yes that's that's the best i advice i have for everyone honestly just just love yourself mm -hmm. don't don't try I, to be really, what you don't try yeah. to be what they want you to be right i really agree with that because um a lot of and this is something a lot of people don't know um most wrestlers have some sort of body dysmorphia going on even the guys because wrestling is such an image-based like industry just like being an actor or being a singer like you're constantly told oh you're too you're too slender your muscles aren't big enough you're too short you're too fat you're too this you're too that it's so funny p.s by the way i'm looking at you and i'm like you're gorgeous so it's crazy to me that somebody made you <laughs> feel like that but like you're actually like really really pretty but it's fine um but like that's that's something that like I, I feel like so many wrestlers aren't prepared for because so many wrestlers get into the industry young. Like you were saying, Emily, they get in right after high school versus like someone like myself, I came in later. So I'm like looking in almost and I'm like watching people around me be like, oh, look at this, this tie. You know, Maserati, Maserati thinks she's fat. Because <laughs> it's like, girl, it's skin. That's skin. <laughs> but that's what it, it's, it's like crazy. 
Exactly. It's in your head. It's a mental thing. And so many wrestlers are affected by it, but they don't know. So I'm happy you're talking about it. And I hope more wrestlers can talk. And, and especially the guys, too. I know it's something affected women because we're the ones who hear it the most. But it's also like a secret thing that the guys are dealing with, too. So like, I hope wrestling as a whole can get to a point where we can love ourselves, like you were saying. Totally. Exactly. Because, I mean, yeah. honestly, as long, as long as we have the talent, you know, what looks really aren't even that important. Like it's about entertaining the fans. They they don't give they don't give a crap that we muscle jack. They just want to see somebody get thrown out the ring or somebody yeah, <laughs> yeah. hit them with a chair. Yeah. Where's the table? <laughs> so I have a question, but I want to preface it with this. So I I'm known for having you know storylines and ideas, and here's a storyline. I don't know if they'll ever happen, but I hope it does. So, you know, weapon of ass destruction and, you know, you, you're known for destroying people with your ass. And there are other people in the industry that have asses of that, you know, that amount that can destroy people as well. I'm thinking Sonny, Sonny Kiss, he's, he, his ass is, is a whole situation. And I'm thinking whole Naomi. situation? Yeah, in a good way. In a good way. I know like, you mean in a good situation. way. <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking if you three were to get together and like band together and this is the faction where you just destroy people with your ass, this it would be a good thing. That's that's the preference. Now, my question is, why are you laughing at me, Sarah? My question is <laughs> Everybody's like, what the hell? My question is, who is your who's your dream match? Who would you either love to tag team with or who would you like to have a match against? Bay Jackson. Definitely. Mm. Ooh, Faye Jackson could be in the faction too. Yeah, yeah. Yes, like definitely. Because like also another thing, like people get us, they think we're the same. And that really kind of pisses me off. Because we are <laughs> we're so different. Like we are so different. Like female wise, yes, I would love to have a match with her, to tag up with her. Like she's the beauty and I'm the damn beast. And like let's just do it. Like we we need to make this happen. Mm, I like it. Definitely Faye Jackson. But overall, overall, in general, I got to go with Rikishi because he inspired me to like, mm. he really inspired me to really use my butt as a weapon. Um, I used to watch him growing up um, and like just watching him like he was the first one that I saw like, wow, like you can actually use your body. It's not just about kicks. It's not about, you know, punches like he knocks people out with his butt. Like, he <laughs> does the whole stink face. Like, that's why I will never do the stink face because I feel the fact that maybe that can be, in my opinion, too sexual. And Rikishi's the goat. He, he, he embodies that stink face. Me rubbing my ass on somebody, is, you know, it'll get a laugh, but like, no. Let me knock your head off with my ass. Let me give you that whiplash with my ass. Rikishi, he can rub his ass in your face, but I'm going to give you a concussion with his ass. But yeah, like definitely overall, overall Rikishi. Uh, Female-wise, definitely, definitely Faye Jackson. Um, and of course, Sunny Kiss, uh, even Big Booty Kiara. Like I even call her that. Like, like. All of them. I would love, let's let's do it. I would love to tag up and wrestle every single one of them. I mean, I feel like you could just do a faction of all those people, and you just go promotion to promotion, just knocking people out. The new just NWO, with but with butts. I like it. Yes, I like it. And, um, I even have the uh, Buns of Steel Challenge, where I let any male or female wrestler, any male or female, take a steel chair 
and hit my ass as hard as they can with it. What? You've never seen it, Sarah? It's amazing. Yeah. So far, it's, nobody it's has yet to heard of it. <sighs> it really is. Yes. <laughs> That's badass. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh. It's no joke. I know, but the fact it is. Yes, like the only thing that's fake is the glass eye. The bones are still like it's real. Everything about it, it's real. With a steel chair, yes, totally legit. Oh my gosh, you're you're amazing, and I could definitely, I definitely amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You have you have you have Emily crying over there. I definitely um that Faye Jackson in you. I think that would be amazing. But here's a here's a little caveat, or maybe maybe it's me covering myself. I think. I, I could see the difference between you two, but I think it's just because, you know, we look alike. I got, I went to the doctor's office for this whole ish, injury type thing, and I confused him and the other doctor, and they might not. He's like, we, we don't all look the same. And I was like, gotcha. It's, it's, it's true. So, you know, sometimes those mistakes are made, but it's just like, I don't think people do it out of ignorance. I just think some people just, they just, they just don't look ahead because I, I don't know, they're just two white guys to me and I couldn't tell the difference. So I can't know. tell white people part a lot. I got real confused walking the, watching Mockingjay, I think it was. And I was like, how come some guy, times this guy looks real hot and sometimes he looks real <laughs> ugly. And then he kissed this other girl and I was like, that's not the same guy. <laughs> like I was confused for a whole movie. That's like watching any soap opera where you're like, wait, all of these guys look the same. Except for Victor Newman. Except for Victor Newman. Victor so Newman. I can almost feel that, but I, fe I feel like the Wode and Faye just look so different to, to me, like, as far as, like, your ring gear, how you carry yourself, right. like, how your hair is done at any time. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I, I'm like, that one, I'm like... Right. Unless you wear an eye patch. What do they think yeah. Faye is just turning evil every once in a while? Like, <laughs> it's, it's like her, it's, it's her alter ego. Right. Like, <laughs> well, because you're also a wrestler. So you could, you could tell you, you know, you could see those differences. So I'm just, you know, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm taking, I'm trying to learn different things in the new year. And then those ones don't take offense to those things. Cause sometimes it's really not there. Sometimes it is ignorant cause they don't choose to look, but sometimes it's not, it's not their, you know, they're not paying that much of attention. So, you know, I, I see the difference, but sometimes, you know, they don't, they don't pay that, that much attention. So just, you know, knock them out your ass and call it a day. They'll remember you after that. That's for sure. <laughs> Faye is the one who danced on me. And the woad is the one who murdered me. Got it. I can tell you apart now. <laughs> oh, goodness. So we're going to get into rapid hot tags. So rapid hot tags is when I ask you a question, you say the first thing that comes to your mind. Rapid hot tags is brought to you by Goalie Nutrition. It's the world's first apple cider vinegar gummy. Use the code TKTrainAd5 to get your discount today so the first question is favorite quarantine snack <laughs> favorite quarantine snack uh darn um tuna salad okay all right cool i'll take it i'll take it <laughs> everybody's like okay uh, if you could wake up tomorrow having gained one quality or ability what would it be i would say um invisibility invisibility uh, if you were to meet a celebrity who would it be Oh, Elton John. I think he would be awesome. What's a, yeah, like what's a, what song would you want to want to sing? Have him sing? Oh my God, there's so many. I love, I love, uh, oh, I love Rocket Man. I love Tiny Dancer. I yes! love, I guess, why they call it the blues. Oh, I love anything by Elton John. See, that's how that's how you pop for pro wrestling pets. That's the excitement right there. We'll talk about that part later. Oh, if you were to have a super pop. 
<laughs> if you were to have a superpower, what would it be? I would have to say uh, to never run out of money. Oh, I like that one. I want that like one to be mine too. I'll take that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll take that one. Uh, your house containing everything you own catches fire. After saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to safely make a final dash to save one other item. What would it be? Uh, my safe. I have a safe. Oh, that's what's, heavy what's though. In, <laughs> what's, in, what's in the safe? You can just ask people what's in their safe. Why can't I? This is a question where we, this is a show where we ask questions. Why can't I ask the question? She could, what? you could have said, I don't want you to know what's in my safe. And I'd be like, okay, there's nothing, but I have a question. So I asked it. What if she was like $5 million and somebody tried to rob her? And then it would be our fault. <laughs> 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 Maybe it is $5 million and she didn't tell us that part. But, you know, continuing. Last question. <laughs> if you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, what would it be? You said what would it be or who would it be? What would it be? Would you want to have the mind of your 30-year-old self or the body of your 30-year-old self when you are 90 years old? Give me the body. Yes. The body, 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 yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. There it yes. is. There it is. Pretty body. <laughs> <laughs> Telling you. Uh, Rapid, Rapid Hot Tags is brought to you by Goalie Nutrition. Make sure to use that code TKTRAINAD5 to get your discount today. And now we're going to move on to Star of the Week with Sarah the Rebel. Star of the Week is brought to you by Label My Keys. Use code WWTALK for 50% off all orders. Today's Star of the Week is NXT's Zoe Stark, formerly known on the indie scene as Lacey Ryan. Zoe hails from Utah, but has been based in Las Vegas, where she held the FSW Women's Championship for some time. She's previously been seen on Impact, Shimmer, OVW, and Mission Pro, where La Rosa Negra defeated her in the finals to become the champ. Zoe has previously held the UCW Zero Ultra X Championship and was nominated for 2020 SoCal Women's Wrestler of the Year, losing out to winner Heather Monroe. We're excited to see more from Zoe on NXT, and if you want to learn more about a future star of the indie wrestling scene, shoot us your suggestion for future stars of the week. And don't forget to check out labelmykeys.com and enter the code WWTALK for 50% off your order. Thank you, Sarah the Rebel. And for you guys who are listening to the show, please make sure, because I'm really liking this Faye Jackson idea. So please make sure to tag Faye Jackson and tell her that there needs to be a tag team. Like, just make it happen. And, you know, she'll watch it, and it'll happen, and we'll see it, and then it becomes a big thing, and it's going to be a beautiful thing. So just, you know, that's my that's what I'm putting out there. Now, Booties of destruction. I know. Where can it, <laughs> Where can everybody find you? Um, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram and Twitter uh, and TikTok. I got to get more to TikTok, but all of those are the woe. Just type in the woe in the search bar, T-H-E space W-O-A-D, and it should pop up. Um, also, if you want to buy my merch, I have a face mask and T-shirts on luchawear.art. That's L-U-C-H-A-W-E-A-R dot A-R-T. Um, also, I'm coming up with coming out with new merch really soon on Fully Gimmicks. It is going to be awesome. I've already seen uh, I've already seen the prototype for it. It looks badass. And I'm not saying that just because it's me. Uh, but <laughs> yes. Um, so I'm also on ProWrestlingTees.com slash The World. And uh, Emily May, where can everybody find you? 
You can find me on all social platforms at Emily May Heller. And then every Monday, we drop a Pro Wrestling Putts episode. You don't want to miss it. Lots of furry friends and amazing wrestlers. I mean, maybe the world could come on with the dogs that she's yes! Yes! acquired. You should. Acquired. You should. I- <laughs> Yes, definitely. I'm all about it. All about it. Yeah, I'll mess with if you. they come up we'll missing, it's, it's not my fault. I'm just, just letting you know. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> and Sarah, where can everybody find you? You can find me everywhere at Sarah the Rebel. Sarah's an H, is God in the Bible intended. You can check out my store, Frontier.com slash Sarah the Rebel, Patreon.com slash Sarah the Rebel, OnlyFans.com slash Sarah the Rebel, Instagram.com slash Sarah the Rebel. Listen, it's the same. Just type in a website and try it. Maybe I'm on there. There you go. If you want to see Sarah the Rebel in a, in a, in a tub with milk, go and check out her Instagram. Cause it's, Wearing it's a cow whole... print, because I'm a cow. <laughs> <laughs> Now, everybody, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, The World, for joining us. We really appreciate it. I am so psyched to see, like, the progression and how everything goes. And then also, you know, on top of tag teaming with Faith Jackson, I definitely want to see a match between you and Jazz. That might be amazing as well. Or that will be amazing, not a might. So let's put that in the universe, too. But thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thank you, everybody else, for checking it, checking us out. You can go to our website, www.talkpod.com, to check out. We have amazing stuff. We have a all our episodes on there. Uh, we have Pro Wrestling Pets on there. Uh, we have a weekly wrap-up where you want to just see everything, but you're too lazy to watch all the shows because I get it. It's a lot of wrestling going on. It's all there. And we have a ranking system that's going to be coming down in a couple weeks as well. So definitely check that out. www.talkpod.com. Across all boards of social media, you can check us out as well. www.talk. And you can follow me at everything at TK Trinidad. Till next time, Happy guys. Happy Black History Month! Ciao! <laughs>